I was told that I shouldn't woo myself when my name was announced, but everybody was getting woos, and I was like, what if I'm the only one who doesn't? So, <laughs> woo! Yeah, Dean, where'd he go? <laughs> I thought maybe they wouldn't pick up on me wooing myself, but it is what it is. Hey, um, before I, I announce the, the RFC things, um, you guys, if you don't know Nick Horton, if you are new, you are in for a treat, man. I, totally. Nick is a great teacher, but also, Nick doesn't know this, but anytime I have a student from Central that comes in, um, really without fail, it is Nick Horton that is their favorite teacher. He is uh, phenomenal, and so I'm excited for you guys that, that Nick's going to be in here teaching you because he loves the Lord, and he has a really great gift of teaching. So, um, so if... So go for I did not know that. All right. So go So go vote for Nick. Um, all right. So um, I'll, I'll announce the, the Raiders for Christ people, and then I'll kind of talk about just for a minute why we have so many people standing up and why are we wooing all of these people. So first, uh, I'll get Linda if you'll stand up. Linda is the... <laughs> Linda is the brand new uh, women's minister at Raiders for Christ, so she is there in the office with me every day, um, uh, Monday through Friday, in the building across the street from campus. Um, the uh, apprentices that we have, Peyton and Tanner, if you guys will stand up. Uh, and then our, uh, our student intern at Raiders for Christ is Allie, uh, Allie Potterfield, so Allie, if you'll I'm sorry. I'm in a wooing mood now. Um, so that's a lot of people that stood up and that you were introduced to before uh, all this morning. But just so you know, if you're new and you're like, who are all these people? Why are we talking about three different ministries? These are three ministries who love the Lord and love college students. Um, and, and we love each other. We are working together to make sure um, that as with these ministries that we can help you all grow and gather and, and go to the campus and, um, and share the gospel there. So that's, that's all of our hearts. We're working together. There's not this divisive line between these three, but this is the kingdom of God working together and figuring out ways that we can best serve you guys and, and the campus. So that's, that's why you're meeting so many people this morning. Um, make sure that you have one of these cards that we'll be talking about these this morning a little bit too, but uh, these cards are the events that are going on starting tonight at uh, 316 Campus Church that meets at the building, which is um, shown on the back. And then uh, starting tomorrow night, we have Picnic and Praise at Raiders for Christ, and then I'm not going to read all of these. If you're in college, I'm assuming that you can read them yourselves. So, um, But we do have a stack of these. in. We have some in here, but we'll have some more that will be available uh, for the lunch after church. So remember, we have lunch right after church in the, uh, the Life Center, and you can just follow a bunch of people with these shirts on going that way. All right, so I've been tasked to kind of maybe step on Nick Horton's toes and launch this class of Grow, Gather, Go. I'm not really, that's not really my task, but I didn't want to, I wanted to, to talk about something that was generic enough so that I'm not stepping on Nick's toes because I'm sure he has some really good things to talk about. But what I'm going to do is look at a story uh, in Luke 6, and I thought, what's a story where we can see Grow, Gather, and Go all going on at the same time? So Luke 6 is where we're going to be at. I'm looking back for Nick to make sure he wasn't going to be in Luke 6, so I'm not stepping on his toes. That was just a second lesson. Okay. <laughs> You'll forget this by then, so that's good. All right, so, um, yeah, if you will turn over to Luke chapter 6. And this will be just kind of a briefer introduction because I want to give you guys a chance to meet some new people and find out where you're going when we go back down to the sanctuary. In Luke chapter 6, starting in verse 12... 
One of those days, Jesus went out to a mountainside to pray and spent the night praying to God. When morning came, he called his disciples to him and chose twelve of them, whom he also designated apostles, Simon, who would be named Peter, his brother Andrew, James, John, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, son of Alphaeus, Simon, who is called the Zealot, Judas, son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who would become a traitor. He went down with them and stood on a level place. A large crowd of his disciples were there, and a great number of people from all over Judea, from Jerusalem, and from the coastal region of Tyre, around Tyre and Sidon, who also who had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. Those troubled by impure spirits were cured, and the people all tried to touch him because power was coming from him and healing them all. Uh, so in this story, you have Jesus who is, where does Jesus start off in the story? One of those days, Jesus goes out to a mountainside to pray. This is, this is the grow part that we're going to talk about. So one of, one of the really neat things that I love to see about Jesus is whenever you have something really big happening in his ministry or about to happen, this, I'm, I'm throwing up a softball here, where are you going to find Jesus? Yeah, there we go. He's alone praying. He's alone spending time with the Father. So when, when Jesus was about to launch his ministry, and this is a couple chapters before this in Luke 4, Jesus in the, is in the desert. What's Jesus doing in the desert? He's praying. There we go. He's fasting and praying for 40 days in the desert, right before his ministry launches. Here you have Jesus who's about to choose his disciples, and where is Jesus found right before he's going to choose his disciples? All right, there's lots of examples. I'll throw one more out there. Before Jesus goes to the cross, where can you see Jesus? In the, what is Jesus doing in the garden? He's praying in the garden. So all these really important pieces of His ministry start with Jesus growing in His relationship with the Father, communing with the Father. Um, and I believe that as that, that's the example that Jesus sets for us, that's where we need to be as well. So as, as we've been ready for, to kick off this, this new year in our ministry, I would hope that all of us have been in this place of, of prayer. I know that we have as a staff, we've been praying for this moment because we know how important it is to commune with the Father right before we launch into this really, to these really important pieces of our ministry. So I've been married. My wife's not in here. She'll be here in, in second service. But um, my wife and I have been married about 15 years. <clears throat> and we have two kids. We have, uh, not three, four and a seven-year-old. And they're both boys and they're very uh, rambunctious. Is that a positive way of saying that. Uh, I have very active boys. I love them, man. They're, they're fantastic. But what can happen is all of our time and all of our attention can be focused on what they're doing and making sure they're staying out of trouble and, and focus everything that we have on them. But if we do that, our relationship's going to suffer. So what do we need to do? We need to commune with each other. We need to be in close proximity. My wife is a teacher. I'm a campus minister. This is our really busy time. If we just let our, our jobs just kind of take over what we're doing, then our relationship is going to suffer. So for us, this growth part happens in being com in communion with each other, right? We have to be with each other. So this growth piece is so important as we look on to these other pieces. So what, what do we have next in the story is the gathering piece, where Jesus not only gathers His disciples to Himself, but He also... Whoop, I lost it in here. Um, he, he gathers his disciples to himself, but then he goes down with them and he stands in a level place with a large crowd. There's this gathering that Jesus is having with his people. 
this gathering is super, super important. I was actually, I just met Philip this morning. I was telling Philip that, that before I, or after I got out of high school, there's a period of four years where I didn't have this gathering, that I didn't have this community that I connected to. And so I was really lacking in areas in my life, right? I needed this community. And I remember the, the first time that I came to, to Raiders for Christ and then came to, to North Boulevard as a student, I saw all these college students gathering and I saw, hey, this is important to them, so what is the big deal about this, all right? Why, why is this so important? If you look over in Hebrews 10, uh, you don't have to, I'll just, I'll just read this, but in Hebrews 10, you have the writer of Hebrews who is spending all this time talking about how amazing Jesus is, all right, how, how incredible Jesus is and what His sacrifice means for us, and he talks about how, uh, in 10, Christ's sacrifice and what that means for us and how, um, uh, and, 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 and how um, we get to enter in this place of this most holy place with the Father because of Jesus' sacrifice. Then there's this part in, in verse 25 of chapter 10, starting, I guess, 24. Let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. I remember when I, I heard this, this verse stated to me when I was a little bit younger, there was this, um, this tone about it that, that you better go to church, right? Like, you, you got to go to church, because that's what this verse is saying. It's saying that if you don't go to church, you are sinning and you're a bad person. They didn't really say that, but that's the tone that I got. What this verse is really saying to me is that we get to, go, to come and be a part of this community, and that's how we spur one another on in love. Imagine if you spend all of your time just on the mountainside praying to God. That's a, a good place to be. But here on earth, if we want to go to the place of mission, to the place of going, we need to be a part of a community who spurs us on in love. We have to have that. We get to have that. And it's an amazing thing. So if you're coming for the first time, I really want to encourage you in that, to, to get plugged in to these ministries that we mentioned this morning. Get plugged into a ministry that will spur you on in love and growing in this piece of, of raising the Father up in your life. The last piece is go. So as these people are gathering around Jesus, they all need stuff, right? They all, they all need something from Jesus. Jesus goes and He heals them. One thing I want to make sure that we, we don't lose sight of is we're talking about connecting with the Father. We're talking about gathering to, with each other to spur one another on in love. It's for the purpose of this go piece, right? There is something that when we get together, when we gather together, we can't just huddle up and hang out with each other. But God in this time, and in this time, is calling us to mission. He's calling us to share the gospel of Christ to, for us, a campus of 20 plus thousand students who need to know the love of the Lord. But this doesn't just, this isn't the only piece, right? Because if we only have this piece, then we're just going on our own merit and, and everything that I can do to go reach the campus. But what we need is this gathering of people that will spur us on in this. And we also need to be connected to the Father so that will spur us on to those other pieces as well. So my encouragement, I said this was going to be a short lesson. I hope this is short. I have no idea what time it is. Um, but my encouragement for you is, one, come to Nick's class because it's going to be great and he's going to really focus on, on all of these pieces. But in the next couple weeks especially, if you are a new student and you're wondering, like, what am I going to do as I'm getting, getting accustomed to, to the college life and trying to figure things out and get my classes down and all that, my encouragement to you is to find this place to connect to a group. We have some amazing groups here and we'd love you to be a part of them. 
And statistically speaking, they say that if you don't get connected in the first two weeks, it's going to be really difficult. So I really encourage you to get plugged into these things that are going on, but get plugged into a group so that we can spur one another on in love and we can share the love of Christ with the campus, but also it will spur us on in connecting with the Father. I'm going to pray for you guys uh, as we stop. And we, I'm pretty sure we have some time. I want to give you guys a chance to talk. And, and here in about 10, 15 minutes, we're going to go back down to the sanctuary. We'll have some spots blocked off there. Um, let's pray. God, you are good and you are faithful. And I'm, I'm so thankful that because of Jesus and what He's done for us on the cross, that we have total access to the Father. Um, that we can grow with the Father. That when we have struggles, we don't have to hide them, but we can bring them to the Father. And we thank you, God, that, that you are there, that you hear us, that you care for us. I thank you for your body. I thank you for the church, God, that you give us, that you allow us to come together to build one another up, to spur one another on in love. I'm just thankful for that because as, as my old mentor used to say, there are no Lone Ranger Christians. We need one another. And I'm thankful for the body that you've given us, God. And I also thank you that you've given us a mission field, that you call us to mission, um, that you have, have considered us your partners in, mission, in missions uh, to the campus or to whatever area of influence that we have. And so, God, we thank you for that. And we, just, we thank you for this class, for Carol, for, for what Nick's going to have for us, Lord. And uh, we just thank you for your goodness. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Um, I mentioned that we're all going to be sitting down together. Um, when you go into the sanctuary, if you haven't already been to uh, church this morning, if you're going to second service, if you're walking into the sanctuary, the front left um, is where we're all going to be sitting. You'll see pe people with these shirts down there. So make sure we all sit together. Nick, you were going to say something. Sorry. You sure can. Yep. I'm done.